welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work that made history because they changed us. Today is July 4th, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. On this day in 1776, the Second Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence, written mostly by Thomas Jefferson, with input from a few others. It is impossible to overstate the difficulty of Jefferson's task here. He had to articulate the signers' beliefs that the 13 colonies should form a self-governing nation, completely independent of the British. And he needed to list the abuses and usurpations committed by the British Crown and Parliament that required severing the political bands that previously united them. The Declaration of Independence did all that. And one other truly remarkable thing, it convinced a lot of people to agree that severing ties with the British was the right thing to do. Of course, there remained loyalists and fence-sitters and others who were, with good reason, fearful of the British response. But Jefferson focused on the delegates to the Continental Congress, and he drew on the influential writings that had already shaped their thinking. A note about modern interpretations of the Declaration. Current assessments of Jefferson's writing are being made in a time made safer and more comfortable because of his writing. So this is not criticism. It is an acknowledgement that in 2023, some phrasing is a bit confusing. Right there in the Declaration's first paragraph is the line about people assuming the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. What does that mean? This introduces natural rights, a concept developed by Thomas Hobbes, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, and John Locke. In the second paragraph, when Jefferson wrote that all men are created equal, he was deepening the Declaration's commitment to natural rights. These are life, liberty, and property. By changing the word property to the pursuit of happiness, Jefferson was borrowing the wording in the Virginia Declaration of Rights written by George Mason. For the next line, Jefferson again echoes John Locke. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. This was and remains a powerful refutation of the idea of the divine right of kings. By invoking these natural rights, Jefferson is saying that the American colonists have the right and even the obligation to form a government of their choosing and to be regarded as equal to those around the world who have already done just that. One other writer who influenced the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Paine. His pamphlet, Common Sense, was published in January 1776, and it quickly became a barn burner throughout the colonies. In it, Paine acknowledged the durable belief among colonists that the British had protected them, and so had earned their allegiance. Paine argued that this was for the economic benefit of the British, not the American colonists, who had been attacked, shot, and killed by the king's military. And the pamphlet said these attacks would become more frequent, not less. It is important to note that the French would only give military and financial help to the Americans if they declared their independence from Britain. The signatories to the Declaration of Independence were also consumed by many other political forces and concerns of the day, and all this likely made Jefferson's task harder, 
not easier. But in the last paragraph, he described the colonies in a new way. He wrote the phrase, these United States of America. It was aspirational, but it also spread the idea that the colonies could transform into something better and that they could find common cause with each other. That notion has certainly been tested and even refuted, but even if the meaning of the word united is not celebrated today, it remains a key reason why Americans can celebrate this day. Today's reading is an excerpt from a letter written in 1811 by Benjamin Rush about signing the Declaration of Independence. Rush wrote to fellow delegate and president, John Adams, Do you recollect your memorable speech upon the day on which the vote was taken? Do you recollect the pensive and awful silence which pervaded the House when we were called up, one after another, to the table of the President of Congress, to subscribe to what was believed by many at that time to be our own death warrants? The silence and the gloom of the morning were interrupted, I well recollect, only for a moment by Colonel Harrison of Virginia, who said to Mr. Gary at the table, I shall have a great advantage over you, Mr. Gary, when we are all hung for what we are now doing. From the size and weight of my body, I shall die in a few minutes, but from the lightness of your body, you will dance in the air an hour or two before you are dead." This speech procured a transient smile, but it was soon succeeded by the solemnity with which the whole business was conducted. And that is the story of writing for July 4th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow, Isaac Newton published his philosophy on the natural principles of mathematics. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com.